Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business, and I think we've done it. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset that was originally used in the Gutenberg Press. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. Everything else was printed in regular type. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify Black Letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Hi, welcome once again to the Black Letter Podcast. Thanks for joining me. With me today, I've got Sabrina Schaefer. Sabrina is the CEO and founder of a one-year-old company called Continuum. And exciting news, Sabrina and I were chatting before the show. She's just won a major, major client who shall remain nameless right now, but fantastic win for Sabrina. We're going to talk to Sabrina about her company, what her company does, and what you as a business can use from her experience and what she does to further your business, how you go to market, how you enhance your sales channels, things like that. I'm not the expert, Sabrina is. So Sabrina, I'm going to turn it over to you to tell us a little bit about first yourself and about Continuum. How did it start and what do you guys do? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I mean, you're just exploding, which is so much fun to see. And I love seeing all the diversity uh, and interest, you know, not just on your podcast, but on your Monday morning minute. Did I say that right? Yes. Very cool to see. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. You know, um, business is absolutely wild during all things COVID. Do you remember that time when we thought it was just going to be three weeks? Wasn't that funny? (laughs) That was like the hopeful period for America. We we all like, we're like masks and we won't touch anybody. I can do this for three weeks. And then the toilet paper ran out and panic set in. Yep. Absolute mayhem. Yeah, I remember still walking through the aisles going, this cannot be real. Yeah, exactly. So what better to, you know, thing to do when the world, the absolute world is in total chaos, then start a business, you know, so that's what we decided to do. And I got to tell you, it was just, you know, right timing. It was absolutely right timing. And it's been a blast. I mean, it is just Because you have to innovate, you have to get creative, you get to work with people all over the world that are better and smarter than I'll ever be. So Uh, so it's just exciting. Well, so Sabrina, rewind. So you started your business after COVID started. Was it a consequence of COVID or was it just, (laughs) I mean, I would say poor timing, but it turned out to be great timing. But was it opportune timing or was it planned? We never thought, let's be realistic. I don't think anyone really thought that COVID was going to be what it is. We all kind of thought like, oh, okay, a longer spring break. Let's see how this goes, right? Leave your mail outside for a little bit longer. It'll be fine. But what I noticed pre-pandemic was a lot of times, so I focused in the digital transformation space, which was kind of a big techie buzzword for like the past 10 years. And everyone kept saying, oh, it's coming, like cloud, you know? Yeah, it's coming, it's coming. And then finally, boom. You're here. And what, what's happening in the IT or, you know, high tech industry is as much as the solutions are evolving, the way things go to market or it hasn't really evolved in 30 years, right. which is a problem. It's wild. 
So the idea of really being, you know, my background's in behavioral analysis. So I thought there was that human component missing in how products and solutions and people go to market. So we built this concept in uh, January of 2020, launched in February of 2020, and then March of 2020, the world, the rest of the world shut down. It has already progressively been, you know, been shutting down. So to answer your question, like any good lawyer, it depends. You know, right. it depends. <laughs> well, so, so I guess you're, we're talking about how you, your company takes people to market digitally, and all of a sudden the world is forced to be digital. So we were in the office, we were doing a lot of sales calls directly, we were doing person-to-person meetings, but now all of a sudden, regardless of what you wanted to do, what you were comfortable with, what, what your company did, you had to do it through Zoom, you had to do it through Microsoft Teams. And so that's where your company comes in. So tell me how your company works. What do you guys do? Every industry has some kind of giant conference. I just found out, here's a little fun fact, that even magicians have conferences where they all get together and sell is that not funny? I didn't know that. They sell each other's tricks and things I, like that. So I thought every industry. So the whole world went virtual. It's not just deep tech, you know, think Google, Facebook, LinkedIn. It's everybody, you know, even the legal profession, which, you know, when I practiced commercial litigation, we were still on carbon paper in Chicago. So, you know, we were wildly antiquated. Yeah, it's uh, so now you have to go digital, right? Fast forward to continuum days now, everyone had to get secure. They had to have a flexible workforce because there were still some folks who had to go into the office, post office, right? Those right. kinds of, you know, our heroes. Yep. So they had to have that flexibility. Security was a massive concern from every government entity all the way down to mom and pop shops, you know, kiosks and things like that. And then also, how do you continue to innovate? Because business has to continue. You still have competitors. You still have to make money. You still have to go to market. So what we did is it, we took a very disparate model, which typically you do engineering training, and then separately you have sales training, and then separately you have a channel strategy, and then totally separately you have a marketing team. And we made it one cohesive continuum. Okay. And we made it one that also did a lot of automation and analysis behind it. So you can really make sure that you're you're leaving a true footprint and making the impact that you want to make. So the way we do that is we help completely end to end where we help from a messaging standpoint. Sometimes it's hard to know what message is really going to hit home. In fact, we've got some really amazing campaigns coming out very soon. I can't say who yet. Very soon um, with a Fortune 30 company that want to just appeal more to millennials and younger generations, you know, understanding that their buyers are a little bit differently uh, or buying differently, but also getting younger. So we take it from messaging all the way to, you know, your sales enablement, your channel enablement, a lot of, you know, distribution partners and things like that need to have the same message. So think the car industry, Ford or Fiat, or, you know, you pick your, your retailer, they have their own commercials, but then they have all these different car dealerships. So Everybody has a channel, whether you're in high tech or any industry. So we help make sure that that messaging is really cohesive and consistent okay. and that people are learning and getting better. So if you yeah. could, if you're talking to a business right now, say you're talking to council for businesses or a mid-sized business, what piece of advice could you give them from your business when they're looking at market channels or trying to figure out how to be discreet or be better? 
or go to market digitally, which is what you do, what like one, two or three things would you say, these are the things you must know, you must remember? If you really want to get to the heart of it, you have to be honest. And that is so much easier said than done. You have to be honest with yourself. If you really want to make an impact and innovate, you have to be honest with what is your brand. Are you really appealing to the right people? And there's really great, you know, again, my background's in, you know, analyzing behavior. There's a lot of analytics that you can pull digitally so now. Let me ask you to this. Make sure then. you're getting the right audience. Yeah. So yeah. Sabrina, if you don't, if you look at your company and you're trying to be honest about your brand and you don't like, you say, well, if we're honest, we're a law firm that uses carbon paper to do litigation and we, you know, are struggling. <laughs> so that's not a message you want to get out. What's your advice to a company that looks at itself and says, okay, well, if we're being honest, this is what we want to say, but this isn't who we are. What, how do you, how do you, you know, reconcile those things? Right. By the way, that latter group that you just described is not the norm. Those are the true digital transformers. When you really understand that you have a problem, that's when the fun begins. That's right. when the good times roll, you know? So to get there is actually a lot harder than it sounds. But if you're there, you, you're 50% of the way there. So to answer your question, though, how do you really make sure that you're, you're making those appropriate steps? One of the best things that we have available to us now, both as attorneys, business owners, you know, innovators, is there's a ton of data. And, and data can tell you just about everything that you want to know. If you want to know exactly who to target, if you want to understand how your competitors are, are really making a digital imprint or not, you can learn from other people's mistakes. So I guess, you know, first, get honest. Second, get close to the data. You know, Forbes just published something on mine um, around this, which, you know, there's so much data. I think if you know exactly what to look for and you understand it, you can influence just about anything. So first piece of advice is be honest with yourself and your company. Get close to the data about what you, who you're trying to target and what you're targeting in terms of, I guess, demographic. And then is there a, a third piece of like, this is the other, this is the, the golden, you know, answer. I don't know. This is where Continuum came in, in this sort of steps one, two, and three okay. is, you know, one is really hard. Like we talked about number two is actually uh, not as difficult when you know what you're looking for. And number three is where it gets difficult again, you know? So it's kind of like a, a fun sandwich, if you will. So the third part is, <laughs> I like so fun the sandwiches. Third part is, yeah, who doesn't? The third part is really about making it happen, execution, execution, execution. And that's where you've got to get a solid team. Be honest with yourself. Again, if you don't have a solid team, outsource. Don't be afraid to outsource because you've got to execute. The best laid, what's the saying? Best laid plan. I mean, you have to make sure that your plan is really executed against, especially when it's backed on data. You know, there's a lot of things that you can influence. So make sure that you are really looking holistically. You really built out that solid plan that addresses, you know, your channel, your internal team across the board, and then your, you know, your marketing team, and then execute like you've never executed before. And I promise you it works every time. Every so, time. So I'm going to ask you an off, not off topic, it's on topic. And I think it's right <laughs> in the buttonhole of your expertise, but maybe you don't even know uh-huh. it. So you were a lawyer at one point in your life. I mean, you still are, but I mean, you did that for a job and now you're a psychologist, go to market, digital transformation specialist, and that's your company and your job and it's successful. Looking at law firms, 
Law firms are some of the most, I think, digitally challenged organizations <laughs> on earth. When, and I'll just give you an example. So when I started this firm 20 years ago, uh, I left a firm and I went with another, I was an ex-army guy and one of my, the partners there was an army guy and we both left and we're like, this is stupid. And we put up a website and lawyers at my old firm and other firms were like, that's disgusting that you have a website. That's so weird. That's so, I mean, I know that's not the case today, but to give you an idea of how lawyers think, and this was the year 2002. So, you know, 19 years ago, something like that. Um, so what do you see when it comes to law firms about their just generally trends? What are they doing wrong? What, what do you think law firms are doing right? I mean, just tell me, what do you think about law firms and digital transformation? Any thoughts or experience there? <laughs> Special insight? Yeah, I do. That's a great question. I'm excited to answer that. You know, honestly, understand your customer and care about them. That really, and it's, again, a lot of this stuff sounds simple, but when you really look at the user experience, how are your clients finding you? Your clients are finding you by finding either a blog or a podcast about something that's relevant. And they're either on certain platforms, right? It's probably Google, Bing, and maybe DuckDuckGo or something like that. Maybe those are the top three. You know, your client's not likely going to find you on LinkedIn. They're going to find you on Facebook. So you have to understand where's your client going and what's important to them. So there's ways to look at what are they searching for and then write relevant information about it. And then, you know, for instance, you have your podcast, you have just the audio, you have the visual, and then you probably have a transcript somewhere. Use multimodality so that your clients can find you. The world is such a digital place right now that the more content you put out there, by the way, video performs better than, you know, uh, just audio. I mean, there's just very easy ways to get ahead. And the biggest way is, you know, I I see a lot of times, because I still do a lot of pro bono work. I focus more on special education and things like that. Uh, But I still practice and have, you know, several hearings a year. The number one thing I find is that law firms write about cases, almost like they're writing for other law firms, and you're not. Right. You're writing for your client to find you and understand just enough to know they need you. So again, think about how is your client finding you about that experience and make it better. So could you could we summarize it then to say build your digital presence with a thought towards your client. Build a digital presence towards your potential clients or the clients that you want. Is that a fair summation? Absolutely. And if you really wanted to do it well, you could do a digital research and then maybe a, a small focus group. Think of four questions. Just keep it easy. Three, four questions to ask your clients. You've got some folks who are really willing and invested in your firm and say, what's it like? When you struggle with this problem, what do you right. do? And almost, you know, how we did contact tracing, do some contact tracing for your clients and figure out how did they get to you and then make that part better right. and you'll stand out. Well, there's yeah. your niche then. So you need to have a sub site on your, on your site saying law firm transformation with continuum. <laughs> so something. There you go. About. A new business model. That's well, right. I know right. there's a need there for sure. When I, when I see, see, I will say other firms, cause we obviously Amy's fantastic at our firm uh, to date and very, has that very much at the front of her mind. Um, so anything else you'd like to share with the podcasting audience today? Kind of final thoughts or good of the, good of the audience kind of thing? Yeah, good of the audience. You know, I'm on this big kick. I think the rest of the world is too. And I think it's mm-hmm. a pretty darn good thing to, you know, be on. It's really about investing, you know, really okay. be 
so mindful about investing in yourself and also in your team. You know, we're all in this together. Right. And it's been going on for a long time. And, and we're, you know, some people are kind of getting antsy. There's all this other stuff. We've got a little bit more calm. Um, but I think, you know, I had an amazing mentor tell me once, don't forget about the human element. And, you know, it just holds so true. So, you know, don't forget about the human element. Invest in yourself. Invest in your team. I think that's the fastest way to grow a business. Awesome. Thank you, Sabrina, so yeah. much. So I'll summarize. Yeah. So for everybody in the audience, Sabrina Schaefer with Continuum, she helps companies transform and go to market in the digital space. She described it to me at the beginning of the podcast before you guys were on camera as the <laughs> skip ahead button in Netflix, right? How do you get to the, how do you get further along in the TV show or whatever you're watching? So thank you, Sabrina, for joining us. Uh, thank you, podcasting audience, for listening and watching if you're watching because digital performs, uh, what is it? Visual performs better than pure audio. So I hope you go over to our YouTube channel, download us wherever you get your podcasts at the iTunes store or Google Play, and we will see you next time on the Black Letter Podcast. Thanks for joining. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play so you never miss an episode. And to catch us on video, check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.